welcome to Kip and Mark Discuss Almost Anything. I'm Mark. And I'm Kip. And I wanted to talk to you, Mark, and get yes. your feelings. So about many Zack feelings. Snyder's About Zack Snyder's Justice League. Also known as the Snyder Cut. Also known as why? Which there, I guess is the first of my that. feeling. Um, yeah, so so I... I think I saw somewhere online and I shared it with you that whether he can make good movies or not, he can make great trailers, right? That's true. So yeah. I saw the trailer for the Snyder cut and that actually prompted me to say like, Hey, what is this? Cause I had no idea about it. You had, you didn't know what this was. Oh my God. No, well, I had no idea. Let's, let's rewind. Okay. So, um, you, I, I believe we discussed it before. So you know, like the history of the Justice League movie. Zack Snyder makes Man of Steel. Yes. Um, it does extremely well commercially. Uh, mm-hmm. Critically, not so much. Uh, personally, I didn't mind the movie. Um, I didn't. I didn't like. Uh, so the the main problem most people have with the movie is like the ending is just like d- destruction of you know multiple like tens of thousands of people probably die in collateral damage yeah. it's never addressed in and and then like that. And they I, release the sokovia accords and exactly. they have to and yeah. right so uh and then also like at the end of that movie superman kills zod and it's like oh right. superman's killing a dude that's weird um, but then, you know, they came out and they were like, well, no, 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 Superman's like lear- learning lessons here and we're going to address all the fatalities in the next movie. And mm-hmm. so Batman V Superman comes out. They're like, Zach, do it again, do it again. But, <laughs> but like, Hey, we had some criticisms. So address them this time. So, so the, so the criticism, the criticism was, Hey, Superman killed someone. That's really unlike Superman. So then he was like, you know, what else is going to happen? Batman's going to kill people lots of people and like on purpose yes yes it wasn't like oh no he slipped it's just straight up murder right so uh the batman v superman comes out it's kind of a mess to put it lightly now here's the thing though kip sure what can't be resolved what conflict can't be resolved by finding out your mothers have the same name I mean, I, I just, I feel like we just solved peace in the Middle East. Oh, for sure. Right? Yes. Just name name mothers the same thing. And then everything and will peace. be fine. And everyone's yeah, going to exactly. go, wait, your mom is so, Martha? My mom is Martha. So Batman v Superman comes out. It is even more of a critical disaster, but it, it does pretty well again. And so they're like, mm-hmm. all right, we got to catch up to Marvel. So... We're going to do we're going to do the Avengers first and then the spin-off movies later. Right. Uh, so they they they're like, "All right, Justice League, it's it's your turn." And so Zack Snyder starts making Justice League. Uh they shoot, I believe, all of it. Mm-hmm. And then Zack Snyder's family suffers a horrible personal tragedy. His daughter commits suicide mm-hmm. and he admittedly completely rightfully so says this movie is not important yeah i am stepping away from it which i will say i admire that i admire a a professional person still being able to say like nope there are more important things than a movie there are more important things than exactly Zack snyder the person i have no problem with 
Correct. And I think he made an incredibly brave decision there by stepping away from arguably what could have been one of the great bi- biggest movies of all time. And for saying, him especially, nope. right? Right. Like, oh, yeah, of course, for him. Um, but stepping away and saying, nope, my family's more important. Going to go deal mm-hmm. with this for a while. And then uh, so DC uh, says, and Warner Brothers says, who has experience with large event movies pulling together different superheroes? Joss Whedon. And he just had a fallout with Marvel. So he's always wanted to play with the Batman toy. So mm-hmm. bring him over. And so Joss Whedon comes over, makes the movie, or, or, or I'm sorry, completely re-edits and shoots new scenes to try and remake the movie in his own image. The movie mm-hmm. comes out complete disaster i think this i I don't even think this one did well at the box office so that all happened and then like a year later or something Zack snyder comes out and says oh yeah i had a complete version of justice league and it's done and we they, they have it at warner brothers and he just said that and then everyone was like oh my god i want to see that version it was probably better and so hashtag Release the Snyder Cut right. became this huge trending thing on Twitter and um, to the point of harassment, like people would... Wait, wait, wait. You mean to tell me, you mean to yeah. tell me that on the internet, someone took something that started purely enough, we'll say, uh, with good good reason and went too far with it? That doesn't sound like the internet. Um. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch, but uh, that's a thing that happened. So after years of that happening, uh, uh, HBO Max comes out and they are um, a huge gamble for Warner Brothers and the entire like studio. They announced they're going to release all their movies at once. And then they they say, what else? What else do we got? Whatever. What other? What other things can? How we can we people get people with? potentially to sign up? <laughs> How can we get eyeballs on our streaming app? And they said, this Snyder Cut thing, like we've already got the movie. What if we give him like an extra five million? I don't. Need, I don't know how much it was. <laughs> an extra ten million dollars or something to re-edit the movie, shoot maybe like an extra scene or two, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, release that and we'll say that's the Snyder cut because there was already demand for it. There was already demand for it. Exactly. And so when that was announced, the internet went, went insane and uh, it just came out the other day and we watched it and it was four hours long. I was going to say, Kip, how many sittings did you watch this in? Because I kept reaching points where I was like, I need to walk away from this. Three. I watched, I I did, I did one, two, one. Yeah. I think, I think that's about what I did as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, it just, so, so I think we're going to just say spoilers. Like, yeah, sure. We're not recommending to watch it and it's four hours long. There's really, you know what? Here's the thing. Go in, go in, watch the original one, the original cut. Not that much is different. The plot is not different enough. Which I have not seen. I have not. I did not see the original Justice League. So Lise and I actually watched it somewhat recently because I was curious to see what differences there were. Um, The overarching 
story. Like, like the main plot points are not different. Arching, right. Not arching. I don't know if you could hear that, but she was correcting me. Um, why, don't, why don't you say what she said? Because was it, it arch? Was, is it, you say arcing? Overarching. Overarching. I always thought it was overarching. Okay. I thought. I always thought the word arch and arc were kind of interchangeable. Especially in that situation. Anyway, the overarching plot points of the movie. See, it sounds weird me. when you say it like that now. <laughs> I know. Story arc. Go away. The overarching plot points of the movie are the same. Like they, they change out some individuals. Like they, they bring in a different bad guy. Like literally it's find and replace in some scenes where it's like, instead of saying Steppenwolf, they'll say dark side. And like in the original Steppenwolf was just the guy. There was no, sure, and it adds nothing. There was no dark side. There was no dark side, which I know right. in terms of the comics, that's a big thing, but, sure. but for the movie, it didn't make me go, Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, can, I, I just want to say, first and foremost, that this is a movie that has no pacing. It's not that it has bad pacing. It has no pacing. It has zero regard for your time. It's four hours long, and like I feel like 80% of it is in slow motion. There is a scene in which Lois Lane gets coffee. Oh my god. And it's in slow motion. Yep. If you took all of the slow motion scenes in this movie and played them at real time, the movie would probably be about 70 minutes. <laughs> so much of it was just like, yeah, man, look at this movie I'm making. Look at these shots. And to to his credit, there are some really beautiful shots. Oh, sure. That with the like, despite the pacing issues, I kind of went, ooh, okay, I like the contrast, you know, the play with color, which I think Zack Snyder has always done really well, going yeah. back oh, sure. to Watchmen and 300 and stuff like that. But oh my god, I couldn't, I think the pacing is what made me have to walk away because I was like, I, oh yeah, I, at no point was I invested, at no point did I feel the stakes of this movie. Agreed. Agreed. Like, yeah, I, um, I remember like sitting down to watch the end. Um, it wasn't my, my thought process was not, I can't wait to see how they get out of this one. Mm -hmm. It was, well, I got an hour till I finish it. <laughs> yeah. It, it literally became a chore of, of just right. like, all right, I got it. Like, I know we're going to do the podcast about this. I guess I have to finish it. I don't know that I would have finished this movie otherwise. See, see, I, okay. And I think that's where we differ is I would have, I was having, I had the minimum amount of fun. Okay. While watching this movie. Um, I think the flash stuff is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, well, uh, let me, there are some things. So I, the, like the visualization of the flash love the like lightning strikes okay. coming out of him and all that, mm -hmm. that whole visual thing is great. The slow motion, like the ultra slow motion is always very fun. Um, I think Fox did it better with Quicksilver in the, that was 100% yep. what I was going to say. Actually, yeah. no, not the Fox. I, I was going to say Marvel. I, uh, the, the age of Ultron Quicksilver stylizing is my my favorite. I, I like it because it's not this weird, like, 
ultra slow motion. So, right. Cause with, that's what I was going to say is with age of Ultron, uh, Quicksilver, you never go into his point of view. It's always just really fast. Yeah. I think yeah. there might be one point. Um, is there? But, but it, maybe I can't remember, <laughs> okay. but the whole thing is like, I kind of prefer that. And one of the things that like I I've thought this for so long, like going back to Smallville and watching shows like that, where I've yet to see someone running like a speedster running and they put it into slow motion and it looks normal. Like, like it's always just this, like, okay, what is going on? But I, I did really enjoy the scene where like where you, where he, he saves his love interest from the car crash you liked that scene. <laughs> I liked that moment, except for 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 two things. One, grabbing the hot dog out of the air. Oh my god, is super weird in the moment. The payoff is good at the end of that scene where he gives it to the dog. Like yeah. that's cute. But don't have the hot dog right next to her when you pu- when you yes. take it because people are gonna get the wrong idea. Yeah, same. I was very confused about what was happening there. So that was one. Two, he kind of like creepily touches her forehead. I was going to and... say, it, it for me, it crossed. So a few things. One, I like the moment that they shared. Yes. Initially. Right. And like, and I don't want to say like that was my problem with it because it was nice. But again, with the pacing, it goes into slow-mo <laughs> so early and it stays in slow-mo for so long and like you said there's these moments of like let me caress your hair and it's like yeah which that didn't need to be in there the hot dog that didn't need to be in there (laughs) like if there's hot dogs flying around and then he pulls out a hot dog in a minute you can kind of piece together that he grabbed it out of the air yeah 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 um uh, but like him turning on his feet and the shoes exploding. That very was cool. cool. There is, cool. there is, there is a very good movie in here. One of the things that I wrote was like, Zack Snyder needs an editor because oh. this, this kind of demonstrates like when you give someone free reign, they don't know what doesn't need to be in there. Because oh my god, and like to be fair, Kip, you and I have made enough movies and stuff where it's like, oh, but I really like this joke. Do we have to cut it? And we do Mm -hmm. because we decide, nope, for the greater good between the two of us, we make that decision. When Zack Snyder has no one to rein him in, he's just going, oh yeah, no, and and put a hot dog in there. Oh yeah, now have her (laughs) him caress her hair. Oh, and also let's have like five minutes of Norwegian people singing over a piano ballad of Jason Moma taking off his shirt and jumping in the water. What was that? I thought I had turned on Midsummer or something like that. Like <laughs> it I was so confused. Yeah, that um was a long sequence. Like I yeah, I mean you've got Bruce Wayne on horseback over the mountains, and mm-hmm. then they have to like explain later oh because of the storm he couldn't fly in on a helicopter that's why he was on horseback no he was on horseback because it looks cool yeah and and that scene exists in both both movies there's some slight different dialogue in there but one of the things that killed me in that scene in particular is they need to decide with the actors 
what the vibe of the scene is. And both actors need to be on the same page <laughs> because I feel sure. like, like Jason Moma, Moma, Momoa, Momoa, Jason Momoa is like, Hey, I'm Aquaman. Yeah. And, and Ben Affleck is just like, I, my face is asleep and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and it just doesn't work for me. And that's kind of a theme that I have, like in a lot of my notes from this, a lot of it is, the actors don't, ha- and maybe it's not the actors. I shouldn't say this, but uh, either the editor <laughs> or the actor doesn't understand how timing works for humor. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what Marvel does so perfectly is, is they play humor at the right moment. They, they pace it out just right. Because I was thinking about this as Elise and I were just watching Thor. Um, there are moments where it's like gritty emotion and then flip a switch, it's humor, flip a switch back. And, and I was wondering to myself, like, is it because of a certain scene or something like that? But it really does come down to the fact that the timing of the actor and the editing is just spot on. And I feel like every time it missed in this movie for me, Ezra, Ezra Miller, they are, fantastic they they have a sense of humor that i really appreciate and the the charisma that they bring to the character is great but oh my gosh rein it in like i can only take so much of that kind of goofiness before it just becomes sickening right and i feel like that's i mean that's on the director oh yeah for not this is my thing I think a lot of this is on the director. <laughs> yeah. Um, like the, the choice of the music, not just in that scene with the, the kids singing out of nowhere, which made no sense to me. And the girl creepily like sniffing his sweater. Yeah. Throughout the movie, there's these moments of music contrasting the action, which I can appreciate but it happens every five minutes. It's it's <laughs> like this piano ballad. I think um, the flash scene with the girl, it, it happens that way too, where it's like this car accident, but it's like yes, putting very slow ba- or- piano ballad or piano music. And it's throughout. And I just was like, oh, here we go again with this. So we got to talk about the ending. The ending. Which ending, Kip? <laughs> which <laughs> ending? Oh God, which ending? So, all right, let's let's talk about the nightmare scene at the end. Oh, you mean it was all a dream? Well, right. So Bruce. Well, no. So Bruce Wayne is having a nightmare, and this is. And I, I actually have some inside information, some leaked internet information. So this was supposed to be the first of of a trilogy of Justice League movies, mm, and mm, mm-hmm. what you're seeing in that in that nightmare scene is apparently justice league three. You know, in my worst nightmares, I also mm-hmm. see justice League getting <laughs> two more movies. So, but and in that, in that movie and they, they allude to it in, in uh, like the, the flash forward or the cyborg like plugs into the computer and has a vision of the future. And Lois right. Lane is dead. And even in Batman v Superman, uh, Flash, Flash comes in from the future and says yeah. Lois Lane is the key. So apparently what happened was and is and will be, but not really because those movies aren't happening. Oh, thank, thank goodness. <laughs> is Bruce Wayne and Lois, they did it. They did it. They hook up. Oh, they did it. 
and Lois is pregnant with Bruce Wayne's baby. You can see, I don't know if you noticed this I because they only ask this <laughs> because they only lingered the camera on it for like three or four minutes. There's a yeah. pregnancy test in Lois's. So in the drawer. first, in the first shot, when she reaches into the drawer, you can see it. Right. And it's very clear, but it's not as clear as when they cut back and just leave the camera there until she's mm-hmm. moved everything out of the way. So yep. it says pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure if that was if that for was her Superman. And Superman. Yeah. Right, yeah. But I think they mention like it's been a it's been a while. Yeah. But know. he's an alien. I don't, Who I don't knows? know. Who cares? Yeah. So but um uh, so when Lois dies for some reason and mm-hmm. Superman, because he doesn't have Lois, turns evil and then the world dies or whatever. And so the the Flash goes back and tells Batman and then he saves <laughs> Lois or something. And I don't know. But that's that's what that whole thing is. Um, part of me respects the, the game plan. Mm-hmm. Being able to seed that, like, in Batman v Superman, like, four movies early, seed this thing. Yeah. I think that's really cool. One, it's very out of place in Batman v Superman, where you're like, so oh, place. cool. Oh, cool. That was the Flash. But what, what where <laughs> does that, yeah. he's not in this movie. Like, what just happened there? Um, But it's not going to happen. So, well, like, I just feel like, so... The epilogue, because this whole thing is in parts and there's an epilogue, starts with Deathstroke showing up on Lex Luthor's boat and him revealing who Batman is to him. And then immediately cuts to the future nightmare nightmare where Deathstroke is now like... Is now on Batman's side. Is now Mr. T with like the weird mohawk and, you know, just all of it just pained me it, and right. I was excited to, so I remember when I first learned about the Snyder cut, I learned from an image of Jared uh, Lido as the Joker and it was a complete redesign. And I was like, you know right. what? This intrigues me. I'm interested because I think he's a great actor. I just hated his portrayal in suicide squad. And this looked much more in, in line with what I've, envision yeah a little more classic joker less um street thug joker to his credit this was good but the dialogue was weird there was yeah i didn't right like at one point he's like but who's gonna give you a reach around batman and i just was like did i I literally rewound it because i was like i didn't hear that right and i did i did i don't get it and then Batman says that he's going to kill the Joker, which, of course, we all know Batman's favorite pastime, murdering he's, people. Yeah, which I will say that F-bomb was the only one in the movie that didn't feel forced and didn't feel like, let's give it an R rating, so say fuck a couple more times. Like, the rest of them was just like, why? This isn't adding anything. This was so subtle, and kudos to to Affleck for that. Um, cause he's listening, but yeah, like the rest of them, I was just like, oh, oh, okay. Fuck the world. All right, cyborg, back it down. Um, <laughs> and then let's talk about finally the yeah. literal last moment of the movie. 
we have a random space alien that we saw oh my God. for one moment earlier. He imp- he uh, impersonated uh, Martha Kent. Wait, Martha? Martha, Martha Kent? Why did you say that name? <laughs> um, yeah, so Martian Manhunter turns up. None of it made sense to me. Right, so he impersonates Martha Wayne. Martha Sorry, Kent. Mar- Martha Kent. To get and Lois then, out in the world again. Because I guess he really likes the work she does at the uh, Daily, Daily Bugle. Planet? She, yeah, her planet. Planet, sorry, Daily <laughs> Bugle's Spider-Man. I'm mixing my verses. So, and then Martian Manhunter shows up at uh, Bruce Wayne's porch and basically says, hey, I heard you got a, a Justice League together. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not busy. Some have called me Martian Manhunter. <laughs> oh my God, that, that line made yes. me so angry angry i actually loved i think ben affleck's response of him being like i would like to join he's like no okay sure oh like, uh, like, okay <laughs> who are you like i thought that was fun um yeah. but yeah like that is i think a symptom of something that that actually to tie it up here to put a bow on it Let's this movie it. suffered so much from um when we were talking about the star wars shows i mentioned are they putting out like 12 shows in the hopes that three stick? This felt like a movie where it was, I'm going to put out as many threads as possible in the hopes that someone goes, let's make that a movie. And, and it dis- did a disservice because it was like, here's information on the flash too much for this group movie, but not enough for a, a standalone movie. <laughs> I think it's worse than that. I think mm. He put all these threads in there thinking we are 100% going to make all of these movies. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. That said, I believe the flash movie is still happening. Right. Cause that's flashpoint, right? Flashpoint. That's, that's right. like a big deal. Um, which I thought was being teased like, like the insert. Oh, well when I approach the speed of light, weird things happen with yeah, time. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if, um, I don't know if that's going to connect to this movie, though, or maybe it will in one of the timelines, because mm. Flashpoint is all about... Maybe in one of the timelines, the Snyder Cut's good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really, like, I the number of notes that I had of, like, hey, you know, uh, the, the chemistry between these actors in this scene is pretty good, and then that scene keeps going, and I literally would write, <laughs> nope, never mind. <laughs> just cross that out. Yep. I I have the time of my turn has passed. The the gimmick of bad guys punching you and beating you up, and then you stop and you go, my turn, and then you beat them up. I'm uh, done. Yeah. Put that in the ground. Never write that again. It's a fun trope, but we're done with it. We're done with that trope. <laughs> Parts Names are dumb. I don't know what that means, but yep. Oh, the parts, like the chapters, the names are oh, dumb. The names are dumb because it's literally yeah. like, wait for them to say that thing. Hey, there it went. Right. Um, yeah. To preserve the, oh, this one. To preserve the vision, this is being presented in 4-3 aspect ratio. Oh, we didn't My talk little about reaction was, I'm sorry, the fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> the beginning was more interesting to me than the beginning.